Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say... Goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters, and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what? I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, we are not. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. We do. And this is a mini episode, which is where we hear from you. We share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please do remember, we're not experts just podcast hosts. We do always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. Indeed, we do. And if you would like to talk to us, you can text us or leave us a voicemail at 781-591-0390, or you can email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. You can, and there are many ways to engage with your forever, with your fellow Forever 35 listeners. There's our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash forever35podcast. There's a subreddit 
at reddit.com slash r slash forever 35. You can follow us on Twitter at forever 35 pod on Instagram at forever 35 podcast. And you can visit our website forever 35 podcast.com for links to everything we mention on the show. We like all those things. Please do it. And look, like I am waiting for a text message back from a listener who I think is from the same hometown as my dad. What? These are the kind of hot conversations that are happening over in the Forever 35 text message. Wow. Hey, you really want listeners to text you. Shoot us a text, y'all. We, uh, I just, I love the feeling of getting texts. Do they come straight to your phone? I had to turn that off because it was making me look at my phone too much. So I, I have mm. to go to the Google Voice app. So I normally save up. And then a few times a week, I go through and I look and I, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I answer what I can. And I, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm, feel, mm-hmm. feel good about it. Just makes Great. me feel good. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I'm trying to think. For example, someone recommended the Trader Joe's 12 Days of Beauty box via text message today. Oh, that's a hot tip. Thought of you because you love TJ's and Dory talked about beauty advent calendars on Excellent Adventure. Not exactly an advent calendar, but really cute. I did talk about them because my husband was skeptical that they were a thing. Oh, 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 And I was like, Matt. (laughs) Just because it doesn't exist in your worldview doesn't mean it doesn't exist dude exactly so Um, i had to set him straight good good work dory thank you thank you so much here's another fun text we got recently just writing to say sometimes true self-care is chowing down on fresh kfc alone in the driveway so you don't have to share wow that's some truth i've never chowed down on kfc alone in the driveway but i've definitely chowed down alone in the driveway in a yeah, car. Think, in a car. Right. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Just dropping truth bombs left and right in those texts. I, that's what I'm saying. So please, like, roll into the Forever 35 text messages and uh, perhaps we will read them on the air. Okay. How are you doing? Well, one thing people are texting ab- about is the TV show Crash Landing on You, which you can watch currently on Netflix because... I just finished all 16 episodes, which are approximately 90 minutes each. So that has been a lot of TV watching for me in a short period of time. Um, I finished the final episode last night. I cried and cried and cried and cried. So my eyes are very swollen today. Um, And I just loved it so much. And I feel like part of why I was crying was like I was feeling immense gratitude for the people who create entertainment because like... It's all that's gotten me through this year. You know, like I know we are all, we're all just trying our best and really finding joy wherever we can take it. And like, I was just like, I'm so grateful for the people who made this show. Oh, I loved this show. It's just like consumed my life. And I'm deeply sad that it's, that I finished it. Is it, it's like done, done. There's no more seasons. It's done, done. It's one and done. I, you know, this is the first K, um, K drama or Korean drama that I've ever watched. And it's my understanding that most are one season long. Um, mm. And again, it's 16 episodes, 90 minutes each. I mean, you are getting a bang for your buck here. Yeah. I mean, that's basically like 16 movies. <laughs> and I did it like two weeks. I don't know what was wow. going on. Wow. I needed it. I needed it. But now I like can't, I can't stop 
thinking I, I just am completely consumed by this show and I might rewatch it. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm, I, you know, when you're at the precipice of like the, the thing is over and now you don't know where to turn. Like totally. when, you, when you finish an amazing book that has you wrapped and then it's just like, I don't know what to do with myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, how are these people not real? How am I never going to see them again? I, oh, and there's so many. Look, I don't know if you're ever going to watch the show, but don't spoil anything. I, I wasn't going to spoil I, it. I want to watch it. I just want to say there are so many characters that are all so amazing that I feel like I've left behind like 20 of my best friends. And like, I so just kind of like, no, but I will tell you the one thing that's kind of been, that's been my self care for the past few days, which is truly Dory, the dumbest self care experience I've ever had in my life. But again, I'll take it where I can get it right now. So a few days ago, I received a, text on my phone saying I had a package coming for me via DHL. Okay. Now look, DHL, that's a rare delivery for me in my life. Yeah. I mean, isn't it mostly international? Uh-huh. I believe so. And Dory, I was like, well, I didn't order anything. And then I clicked on the, on the, um, you know, the text and it said a package is coming for me from Seoul. Seoul, South Korea. Yes. But I didn't order. I don't know what it is. So I've been having this kind of like fantasy of like waiting for the package to arrive because I don't know what it is. And so because I don't know what it is, I'm able to attach all sort of like imaginary pleasures to it. Have I lost it? Have I completely lost it? This is where I'm at in December 2020. Yeah. Like we're in a pandemic. Like, I get it. It's, I got a text today saying it was arriving. I've literally checked the front door of my house maybe 10 times hoping the package arrives because I, because in my brain, it's like a character. One, it's like a character from this TV show I just finished sent me a present. Like that's the fantasy I'm living in, which obviously is not true. I'm sure it's like a box of Clorox wipes that I ordered like three months ago <laughs> that somehow is coming now. You know what I mean? Like, but totally because I can't like I even went on Google Maps and entered in the address. I've Googled the company that it's coming from. I cannot solve this puzzle. I've looked at the picture on Google Maps of where like the address where this package is coming from. Then I even went so far as to like examine the neighborhood to try to get, I can't, I don't know. I can't figure it out. So this is the biggest thing, you know, there's a lot of other things going on in my life that are, you know, more sad, but this is the biggest thing that where all my joy is being placed on this package. Did you like, did someone recently ask you for your address? Look, I've, I've thought and thought I've examined orders. I've, you know, I have one of my kids is having a birthday. Could it be a present? I ordered her. I cannot figure it out. And so until then I wait, I wait, wow. by, the, I wait okay. by the door for DHL to deliver my dreams to me. Again, I know it's not going to, I know it's not going to be anything, but the mystery has like, it's it's got me swept up. It's given I'm me really, something to think about. I get it. I'm really excited to hear the resolution of this package situation. Again, I know it's not going to be anything. I know, yeah, but at least you'll have an answer. I know. I feel like I'm in kind of like a romantic comedy with this package. Mm, this is your meet cute. <laughs> this is it. We're gonna meet and fall in love. Yep, with a package. With a package. 
Oh, actually, the rom-com would be that you met and fell in love with the delivery person. Well, yes, that would be adorable. Mm-hmm. But right now, that's hard to do in COVID. They, they, no delivery person will come, you know, they, they can't come near with good reason. I mean, they are essential workers doing a really totally. hard job. Totally. I'm just saying what the, what the rom-com would be. Well, I'll write that for maybe my third book. Okay, great. I look forward to it. Thank you. All inspired by this package. Yep. Anyway, so yep. that's that's where I'm at. I'm obsessing over like these are the distractions that I'm I'm using to get me through this I mean, show Kate, and this package. If I may, package is a euphemism for dick. <laughs> yes, I know. What it what what? So so Wait, sorry, where are you going with this? <laughs> what? <laughs> Look, I'm just saying maybe your subconscious is like acting out some sort of fantasy about a quote-unquote package. You know, this is a big leap. Normally, normally I like to it's give you your leap. This is a big leap. Listen, someone was going to go there and it might as well be me. It's Of course it's you. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, listen, I look forward to hearing what is inside the nice package. Oh, it might not be nice. I mean, who knows what it is? Oh, but it could be. It'll probably be a huge package. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Thank you. I, <laughs> I figured it out. I figured it out. Uh, well, you have a good pop culture recommendation for us. Oh, You've I do. also been watching TV. Per I have also been watching TV. Um, only six episodes, though. Oh not 16 and they were about an hour long i watched the undoing what is this i've I've heard mention of it but i don't even know yeah i feel like it's like you know people people are talking about it right now it's it's an hbo limited series with hugh grant and nicole kidman and a woman is murdered in manhattan and the prime suspect is Hugh Grant. Mm, okay. Okay. That's all. That's all the plot that I'm going to reveal for now. Did you enjoy it? Was it a good escapism? <laughs> it was good escapism. It wasn't perfect. Like there were definitely some things in it where I sort of like rolled my eyes, but I did enjoy it. The finale aired last night. It wasn't, it was like an HBO show that aired once a week, which was kind of fun to like watch a show in real time again. Although I didn't start it on time, but then I finished it on time. What I really enjoyed about it is I like watching Hugh Grant play a total sociopathic creep. It's really, it's like, it's really interesting. Okay. He's not. He's not the old, the Hugh Grant of old. Well, Dora, you say this, I presume, as someone who's never seen the fantastic film Paddington Two, because <laughs> he plays essentially a sociopath in that, and he's he's quite yes. Good. But this is that that is late stage Hugh Grant. Yes, yes. That is a relatively recent film. I'm talking about like Four Weddings and a Funeral, Bridget oh. Jones Diary era Hugh Grant. Sure, like, sure, sure, sure. He sure. is not that person. He's not that, Notting that Hill. character anymore. Yes, exactly. Um, and if you also watched A Very English Scandal, which is another limited series 
where he plays a very sociopathic person. I'm kind of enjoying this like late career turn into <laughs> sociopath, sociopathism, sociopathicism, soci- sociopathy. I don't know. You um, know, I don't know. So whatever you say, <laughs> I'm going to assume is correct. So that was enjoyable. If you watch Big Little Lies, the Nicole Kidman character is like very similar to her oh, Big Little Lies character, in my opinion. And I feel like she's like, she's playing the same person a lot lately, which like, I don't know. I feel like her agent should be on that more. Just going to say. Let's get her on the pod to discuss. <laughs> um, but it's fun. It's a little, I shouldn't say it's fun because it's about a murder, but it's, it's, it's entertaining and compelling. It's compelling viewing. There was also a very good LA Times profile um, about how Hugh Grant isn't like the rom-com Hugh Grant anymore. And they actually do mention Paddington too. Fantastic movie. (laughs) Um, And we will link to that in the show notes. Well, before we take a break, can you just tell us about your very exciting day that you had today? Because yes, update. I took took the tennis lesson. How was it? It was great. You were masked and outside? Yes, it was really great. And it turns out that tennis like really is kind of like riding a bike. That's so cool. So you picked it up quickly, I say. Yeah, I mean, I still have like a lot to learn, but the 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 tennis pro guy was like cuz I told him like I was like, "Look, I haven't played in probably 25 years. Like I haven't played since high school." Um so I don't know what's going to happen right now. And he was like like as we started playing, he was like, "Oh, I can like I can tell you played before." Wow. Like it's still there. And that was that was nice to hear. That's so cool. That it was still back there. Yeah, it's And I do, you. you know, yeah. And like, as I have, I think I've discussed this on this podcast before, but I do generally like the whole concept of, and I mean, well, we talked about this with your horseback riding, like the whole concept of like rediscovering something that you used to do as a young person and kind of going back to it, I think is a really like lovely and rewarding thing. It is. It is really. I mean, do you experience any grief like I do where I'm like, why haven't I been doing this? I mean, I I know the reasons why, but it's still kind of like, oh, my gosh, like, why did I stop? Um, Or or are you more optimistic and you're like, it's not that I stopped. It's that I've restarted. I mean, I'm not like. I don't know. I, I, I didn't really think about it that way. It was more just like. Oh, this is something that I used to love to do. I haven't, I didn't, I stopped playing f- for so long, partly because like you kind of need a partner to play with and, or like be able to take lessons and those were expensive and I couldn't afford them at the time. And so now it's like nice to be in a position where I can afford to take a lesson and, you know, be able to kind of get back into it. Oh, I'm so excited for you. I can't wait to play sometime and have you completely kick my ass. I'm excited to play with you too. I mean, I don't, I've never really learned tennis, so it'll be 
I'm sure oh. very frustrating for you to deal with me. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be fun. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? All right. Um, all right. We've got a pause. Let's take a short break. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Herb. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just gonna say, like, I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like, I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in 
women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with glorious dynamic. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss, or Think Like a Boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I am right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. All right, we're back. Okay, I love this first question so much. How has this never come up on this podcast before? I feel like it has. Okay, well, well, 
if it has, we must revisit it. So this is a text okay. we received. A listener wrote to us, how do I wash my face without getting water everywhere? This is a serious question. I always thought I was alone in this predicament, but just discovered my two best friends have the same problem. For context, we're 33, 34 years old, so have been at this face washing thing for a while. Hair, shirt, floor, it all gets soaked. Is there a technique? Some product besides a regular towel that helps to contain the mess? Or is this just how everyone lives? I must know. <laughs> okay. Well, from my own experience, listener, I'm a 41-year-old person who co-produces a podcast that focuses on face washing. And every night, it's like a just a water park on my sink. Yeah, I mean, this was this was like a big reason why for a long time I switched to micellar water because it's just so messy. Yes, because washing your face with water is very messy. I have a couple things, you know, like I, for example, with your hair getting soaked, like I always have to remind myself to pull my sleeves up. Yes. I, I always have to try to remember not to lean over the on the counter so that my shirt doesn't get in the water. I also, if I remember, will make sure my hair is up and tucked back mm-hmm. in something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, of course, I'm forgetting the name, but it's a, a hairband product that I first learned about on Natch Butte via the comedian Allison Becker. I will remember the name and I'll link to it in the show notes, but it's like a big hair sack band. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't, but okay. I could see how that would be helpful. It's great. If you have hair that needs to be t- that can be tucked away, this is helpful for it. I feel like the only solution is using some sort of washing utensil other than just splashing your hands with water. I mean, your face with your hands, right? What kind of utensil are you proposing? A tiny bucket with a little spoon where we like fill the bucket. <laughs> It's like a Dixie cup. And then we just spoon the water. I, I mean, if you use some sort of washcloth or, or towel or flannel, as our friends across the pond say, um, or face sponge or something, that can, I think, alleviate some of the splashing. But I, I, here's or, what I do. Yeah. Like, I feel like I've actually gotten a little better at washing my face, if I, if I may. that horn. <laughs> I well I do all the things that you do. I roll up my sleeves, I have my hair back. Um I like lean very far over the sink. Like I'm like basically in the sink. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I just kind of like I try to just get a like the minimum amount of water I need on my face to wash the soap off. And then I immediately towel off. And do you wipe down the counter? No, because I don't, I don't get water on the counter. I, I will say that one thing I think helps is having a non-foaming cleanser. Yes, 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 yes. I agree with that too. Because when you have a, your face covered in foam, it's a lot. Right. That's a really good point. Uh, might I recommend my favorite cleanser, Clear Gentle Matter? I find that to be, and I like a, a cream cleanser is also a good choice. You use a cream cleanser, do you not, Dory? Uh, no, I do not. What do you use, Dory? <laughs> well, in the shower, I know Caroline Hiron says not to wash your face in the shower, but I do. I use the Stradia Velvet Milk Cleanser, which oh, is right. a non-foaming cleanser. And then um, I use the Milk and Honey Cleansing Balm. I use a balm. Mm. 
Okay. Sometimes I use the milk and honey gel cleanser, but I usually use the balm. Okay. All right. Well, look at you. <laughs> but the balm goes on dry. Oh, yes. Well, I put, I often put, you know, uh, Chlor's cleanser, Gentle Matter, I put it on my dry skin. Yeah. So that I think also helps cut down because you're just, you have fewer splashes mm-hmm. to deal with. That's a great so, point. If you find something that goes on dry, I think that that does help. All right. Good call, Dory. Or something like the gel, the milk and honey gel cleanser, which you rub between wet hands and then you put it on your face. So you're just getting your hands wet first. Right. So don't do the initial like dumping of water on your face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And then I think also just having a hand towel nearby that you use to mop up your sink. Mm-hmm. Or you could just do what I do, which is just hope it dries and see what happens in the next day. Like, yeah. that's literally how I just am like, well, that's a lot of water. And totally. Then I just go on my way. Totally. But I, I suspect it's how all of us live. Like water splashing? Yeah. Like, are there people out there living right now who don't make a huge water mess when they wash their face? Like, who are you? And let's hear from you. I feel like you are like, that's like kind of like a Bigfoot. Like, does that exist? This is like the Loch Ness monster of skincare. Yeah. I don't know. But maybe you're out there. Like the people who floss in the morning are also out there. It's true. We want to hear from you and we can't wait to get to know you. (laughs) Dory, I'm going to let you take this next email. Okie dokie. Hey, Kate and Dory, I'm a first-time mom of a 10-week-old with very little time to make myself look nice. I barely have time to dry my hair once a week. I was hoping to see if you or your listeners have tried any of the fancy hair dryers that claim to dry your hair in half the time. Harry, Josh, Bio-Iconic, Dyson, etc. I have pretty thick hair and it takes forever to dry. I'm trying to decide if they live up to the hype as some are upwards of $300. Could be a life hack for me right now. So, okay. I have the Dyson. It does dry my hair really quickly. I do not have pretty thick hair. So I feel like this is a real your mileage may vary situation. You sound like a good candidate for the Revlon One Step, which is that like hair dryer brush that people are really into. I tried it. It was not for me. I think it actually works better on people with thicker hair. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I, I do use it and I do like it, but I think it, it works really well for people with thick hair. So and that I believe is about $50 looks like you can get it anywhere from 40 to 50. Okay, so around 50. Yeah, I mean, this is a I bought a hair dryer. I used like a Conair, you know, hair dryer that I probably bought at like Dwayne Reed for years and I switched I think because I felt like I quote had to have a better hair dryer. And I will be honest with you, I don't completely notice much of a difference. That being said, I, like Dory, have very fine hair. It's mostly straight. You know, it's it's a completely different experience. So we certainly would love for other people with thick hair to weigh in because it's a, that's a big investment. 
But if mm-hmm. if you blow dry your hair every day, you know, these, the thing with these kind of like big investment pieces is I think it it depends on how much you're going to use it. Like I don't blow dry my hair anymore. I probably haven't in a year. So this, even though like in my fantasies, I want that Dyson, would I actually, it, it wouldn't probably make sense to me as an investment. But if you can look at it and say like, I use this every day and I want to make my life easier and I don't have a lot of time, then maybe it is worth trying it out. And maybe there's a space in which you can try it out with a good return policy. I don't mm-hmm. know. I will say that Costco has a GHD Helios professional hair dryer on sale right now. GHD is a, a hair brand I like a lot. And my hairstylist uses a lot of their stuff and it's $149. Okay. So not, I mean, so very expensive, but not mm-hmm. $300 expensive. I don't know. I mean, when we've talked about this in the past, like people who have the Dyson all weighed in and I would say like 95% of the people were like, it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, if you, I think if you buy it at Sephora, you should be able to return it. Yeah. Or maybe you could like split it with someone. Well, she has a 10 week old. So split it with the baby is what I'm saying. (laughs) That baby's got to blow dry their hair. (laughs) Anyway, let's, let's have a hair dryer convo. I'd be curious. I I've never heard of Harry Josh. I don't know much about bio iconic. I'm only familiar with the Dyson of this list, so. Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear from some hair dryers. <laughs> All right. What? I want hair, I want the hair you, the hair dryers start weighing in. Yes. I I want to hear from the hair dryers. I want to hear from the horses' mouths. All right, let's take another quick break. We'll be right back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering crappiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient 
to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Uh, Dory, we're back. We are. With a couple kind of wedding marriage nuptial related questions. So let's um let's kick it off with a voicemail. Hi guys. I really enjoy listening to your podcast. I have one question. It's kind of silly. Um but I wanted to ask what your advice was. Um I am recently engaged and I um I'm always forgetting to wear my ring because I take it off every time I wash my face, take a shower, put on lotion. I just get really grossed out with stuff getting stuck underneath it, um, making it look all cloudy, just having like goop under there grosses me out. So I take it off in the bathroom and leave it off. Um, My fiance does not like this. And I feel like it's also a good way to lose it. So I really do want to be wearing it all the time, but I find myself not wearing it most of the time because I'll forget to put it back on after I put all my lotions on or take a shower. So what is your advice? When do you take your ring off? What are your criteria for removing it? Or do you never remove it? I have, I get mixed advice from everyone. Some people never remove it and some people remove it for everything. Um, but I feel like that's a good way to lose it. So thank you. I would appreciate the advice. Interesting question. Dory, what do you do with your wedding rings? You and I okay, both so this we is- could say we both have wedding, what quote unquote wedding rings. We do. So it's actually a funny thing that this comes up because I haven't worn my rings in months. And I'll tell you why. So both of my rings are antique and the my engagement ring was resized when I got it. And the resizing has never really been great. Like it kind of broke and then I got it fixed and then it broke again. And I was kind of like lazy about getting it fixed. And then the pandemic happened and I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to take it in for a while. And now I think you can go... The jeweler that I got it from is open by appointment. Like I could go. So for a while, I was just wearing my wedding ring. And then I got a really bad rash on my mm-hmm. finger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this... I mean, this rash is clearly from the ring because <laughs> none of my other fingers have a rash. Um, I also have like really sensitive skin. Like I think I've mentioned before, I can't wear earrings. Like... I feel like I just have like metal issues with my skin anyway, but I I wore the rings for years with no issue. Um, So I took them off and I put them in a little dish by my bed, but I haven't worn them in a really long time before this all happened. I did not take them off. I wore them all the time. And just now I've sort of like, I've sort of like forgotten that I even wore rings. 
Yeah, I've gone through a big phase of not wearing them as much. And part of it is what, like what this listener says of like, I don't like getting the lotion. I do a lot of lotioning throughout my day. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and like mm-hmm. Lotioning them up kind of grosses me out too. I would invest in some sort of cleaning situation. I would just wear them or or keep little fun, you know, by yourself, some little fun little containers to keep in all the hot spots to put your rings in and then put them right back on. I think that's a good idea. But, you know, um, I wanted to throw out a recommendation from um, Caroline Moss and her show, G Thanks Just Bought It, because one of the products recommended on an episode of G Thanks was the Diamond Dazzle Stick, which is a jewelry cleaning stick. Oh, okay. But like, also, like, you could maybe just clean your ring with Windex once in a while. I I am of the mindset that, like, I love jewelry to be worn rather than keeping it away. You know, like, I, I think it's a beautiful form of self-expression. And so I like the idea of wearing it and using it rather than hiding it away. But I understand your dilemma. Totally. All right, Dory. Next topic. Are you ready? I'm I'm ready. All right. This listener emailed us. They wrote, just finished listening to your episode 101, Meet the Husbands. And while it was an older episode, I feel my question is not time specific. Some quick background. I'm 32 and I've been engaged for two and a half years and we've been together for about 12 and a half. He's awesome, yet surprised me when he proposed on our 10-year anniversary because I thought we'd agreed not to get married. I've come around to the getting married, being married idea, but my question is on changing your name when you get married. The reason your episode resonated with me is because I noticed you both have different surnames slash last names to your husbands. I'm undecided and kind of against changing my name. My fiance assumed I would change my name to his, but I've told him I'm not keen and it's left him perturbed. I'm a lawyer and say this because I've got multiple degrees and qualifications in my current name and feel my career relies on my name, even though I've only been in it for approximately four years. I also actually like my last name. I'm one of six granddaughters with this name, so hate to think it will vanish. Although technically it's my dad's stepfather's name. I grew up in a family where my parents aren't married, so my mom never changed her last name and it wasn't really an issue. On the other hand, he also has a nice last name and I see it would be nice to all have the same name. It, oh, excuse me. I see it would be nice to all have the same name family. There, There's a typo here that I can't quite master. I see it would be nice to all have the same family name. It brings about a snuggly feeling. I suggested we flip a coin, but he wasn't keen. Even our cat had his last name. I would love to know how and if you decided on names when getting married and whether any listeners also have some advice on this. Hmm. I mean, this is, I feel like this is a question that comes up a lot. Yeah. I, I I will say that what I'm going to suggest is maybe easier said than done. But in my humble opinion, this is a conversation that two need to, two people need to come to as equals, as opposed to, are you going to change? Like, and I, I guess I'm speaking to, and this couple, I think is a heterosexual couple, which is also like what you and I are in. So I, I guess I'm speaking from this kind of like, this kind of patriarchal structure of man and woman and woman changes her last name to the man's last name. But in my opinion, like every couple, like there's so many ways to do it. It need not be like, are you going to change? Like, why isn't he changing his last name to her last name? Like, that's also Mm -hmm. a discussion to be had. So I would say like, it's definitely should be a conversation if you want it to be, but it, 
it should come, I think, from an equitable place and not just kind of this like old patriarchal structure. And there's so many ways to do it. I have friends in, you know, male female relationships where the male took the woman's last name or the kids have the woman's last name and everybody kept their own last name. In my house, my kids have my husband's last name. The dog has my last name. I don't know why. You know, I, I, and I and I I kept my name because it's my name and that felt right to me. But I but it's I don't know, it's individual. Dory? Yeah, I mean, I think I partly because I had like a professional career where I was known by my name, I didn't want to change it. Um I know some people change it and then use a different name professionally. That seemed confusing to me. Um, I, I guess I just generally find the practice of like women changing their name, like it, do it if you want to, it was not the right choice for me. That's, that's what I'll say about that. Um, Can I say one more thing? I'm sorry. I'm jumping all in. I, I also think like when we have these conversations that, no one should feel like they have to have a reason for not doing it, right? Like you don't you don't have to. It doesn't have to be because you're you're, you know, this person says they're a lawyer and they have degrees in their career and they like their last name. Like that's an like it, it can just be because it's what you want. Like there totally. should Totally. There doesn't have to be a reason why you you don't do it, although you have lovely reasons. Um it can just be your choice to how you want to be known and live your life. I mean, I think and I've, I know, I think I've mentioned this before, but like my mom didn't change her name. So I guess I've always grown up with that just felt normal to me. And, you know, I grew up in a pretty like liberal suburb of Boston in the 80s. Like a lot of moms hadn't changed their names. A lot of kids had hyphenated last names. Like, I think that was just kind of like a thing then even though it probably felt more transgressive then than it does now. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do think it's your choice what to do. Yeah. I do too. So. And, and I would say like, it can, it can change or it can, it mm-hmm. can be something you come to together. Like I, I know someone who um, they and their partner, like com- created a last name that they now both share, mm-hmm. you know, like if you and I yeah. were to do that, we'd be like Schaffrenzer. Or yeah, we would be, we would be Schaffrenzer. Schaffrenzer. Spafrier. Spafrier. That sounds Spafrier. like a, Spafrier sounds like a delicious meat. Uh, it's a discussion that should be that can be had if it's important and godspeed to you and we support everyone doing whatever they want totally all right everybody well thank you so much for listening we will talk to you soon okay bye bye